welcome to EASO Podcasts. We're very happy to have Dr. Daniel Orbach here with us today to discuss non-rhabdomyosarcoma soft tissue sarcoma, NRSTS. Please take a minute to introduce yourself. Oh, thank you very much. My name is Daniel Orbach. I'm, I am a pediatric oncologist. I work in the Institut Curie in Paris. And I am here uh, because I am an active member on the non-RABDO uh, European Pediatrics of Tissue Sarcoma Group Committee. And uh, for this, today we are going to speak about uh, some topics about non-RABDO tumors. So some non-RMS sarcomas have a specific tendency to develop regional tumor spread. Which ones and what is your advice regarding the initial workup for these tumors? So thank you for this nice question. Of course, this is an important question because as you know, in the group of non-RABDO soft tissue sarcomas, some tumor has a tendency to uh, uh, have a spread to the nodal regional area but others not so it is important to know them because uh, in general as a general concept non-rhabdos of sarcoma has less tendency to uh, to spread to nodes uh, regarding to uh, rhabdomyosarcoma so for us when you have to plan the first workup of a diagnosis of non-rhabdo of course, you should do the local MRI for all the soft tissue sarcomas. Uh, we advise for a chest CT in most histotype associated to a PET scan, but in some histotype, and this is important to remember which one, uh, we advise to have a specific uh, focus on the local area, nodal area, and this histotype or rhabdoid tumors epithelial sarcomas, clear cell sarcomas, some indifferentiated sarcoma, synovial sarcoma, and malignant nerve cell tumor have less uh, risk to spread uh, to the nodal nodes. For this, for this specific four uh, first histotype, we advise to propose, if it's possible, to have a sentinel node biopsy or a specific uh, uh, examination on the nodal area, which means sometimes blind nodal uh, resection of uh, involved uh, nodes, of course, or uh, of some uh, regional nodes, if possible. Regarding NTRK infantile fibrosarcoma, it seems like new targeted drugs which inhibit NTRK fusion transcript, like larotrectinib. Um, are very efficient. Can you tell us a bit more about the role of this new drug in the current overall therapeutic strategy? Thank you again for this question too. This question is of importance because today we have two choices in front of a patient with a sarcoma uh, who arbor an NTRAC fusion transcript. We know that chemotherapy are really efficient, but we also know that NTRAC inhibitor, just like larotrectinib for infant or uh, larotrectinib and entrectinib for elders, are also very efficient. And so the question today is to say which is the what is the place of larotrectinib or other NTRAC inhibitor in the overall strategy of NTRAC uh, sarcomas. 
What we already know is that the new drugs and track inhibitors are really well tolerated or fast. So it means that in days, sometimes in hours, but most of the time in days, the tumor can start to reduce and are probably really indicated in very aggressive tumors. In the opposite, we know by the past that chemotherapy for infantile fibrosarcoma with vancristin actinomycin has shown very uh, efficient uh, efficacy, which means that you may expect something like 90% of tumor reduction with this uh, conventional chemotherapy. So we have tried to uh, define with our colleague, North American colleagues, uh, the overall strategy. What we can say today is that for metastatic sarcomas, for life-threatening situation in which we want the, the tumor to reduce very rapidly, we propose to use NTRAC inhibitor as first line. In other situation, when you have, uh, of course, a localized tumor that could be operated and you have a R0, R1, which means IRS1, IRS2 situation, of course, no adjuvant therapy is required. So no chemotherapy, no NTRAC inhibitor when you have a localized completely or microscopically completely resected tumor. The most tricky uh, situation is for IRS-free tumor, which means tumor locally aggressive in which the surgery could not be conservative. And in this situation, which is probably the more common in infantile sarcoma, you have two options. You can give NTRAC inhibitor as first line and you can give vancristin actinomycin as first line. In Europe, we are more to give conventional chemotherapy because we don't exactly know the very long-term effect of such a, a new drugs in infants, but we know that no, our North American colleagues, again, prefer to use NTRAC inhibitor due to their uh, easy way to give because it's a neural drug without any central venous uh, access insertion need without very few, with few uh, side effects. So it is that we have to the two option. And of course, you must uh, take into consideration your the possibility to have the drugs in your country too. Thank you. I see. And what about in malignant peripheral nerve sheath tumors, MPNST? Are there any new promising therapies uh, that we can expect to see in the near future? This is, of course, uh, thank you for the question. Uh, a very important topic. As you know, MPNST, malignant nerve, peripheral nerve cell tumor, are very aggressive sarcoma that occur in half of the cases in a type 1 neurofibromatosis patient. So these tumors are most of the time uh, aggressive and very poorly chemosensitive. In this case, if we want to have an easy answer, the answer is no. We don't have any new promising drugs. And nowadays, again, we are treating this patient with conventional chemotherapy as first line. I mean, iphosphamide, doxorubicin, and the importance of the local therapy should be stressed again is here because you know that the most important thing here is to uh, obtain a complete rejection at the tumor at diagnosis or after neoadjuvant chemotherapy. But this tumor again, is a very poorly chemosensitive tumor, which means that you could not only expect something like 20, 25, 30% of tumor reduction with ifodoxo re regimen. So the question is to give, of course, ifodoxo if you have no choice, 
do uh, the uh, uh, early reassessment of the free drug and discuss the best local therapy with radiotherapy and or surgery uh, if possible. But they, even if there are a lot of very nice pathway that could be uh, involved in MPNST, just, M, like, just like mTOR and so, no uh, study has proved that mTOR inhibitor, make inhibitor and so and so has an efficacy in this tumor. So again, nowadays we are still are in the way to propose only conventional chemotherapy in the in the first line of this therapy. Of course, this patient should be included in protocols in phase one, phase two protocol if the tumor recur or if the tumor is metastatic at diagnosis. Thank you. Um, and now I was wondering if you could summarize in a few words the overall therapeutic strategy for desmoid-type fibromatosis in children. The desmoid fibromatosis type is a very uh, strange tumor. It's not a sarcoma. It's a locally aggressive uh, tumor, which means that you have to consider this tumor as a benign tumor. But in some time, this tumor is so important, so invasive, that uh, you have the you need to give some medical therapy. One other characteristic of this tumor is that we are uh, now know that this tumor could grow and be stimulated by a local uh, st uh, surgery, which means that the first uh, way to treat this tumor is to try to avoid any stimulation uh, and to avoid any surgery. Uh, in practical, what does that mean? That means that we need, you need to do biopsy by the fine needle biopsy, not if possible a surgery, a surgical incision, incision in order to try to avoid any surgical uh, uh, stimulation. And uh, first of all, if the tumor is not in a life-threatening situation, follow the patient because we all know that in one third of the cases, 30% of patients, the tumor will stop, stabilize and reduce spontaneously. So it means that to select this patient and we don't have any way to select it before a diagnosis, we propose to have a first observation follow-up period and to do an MRI every three months. And you, if the tumor stabilize or reduce, go on with the uh, observation and wait and see uh, a procedure. And of course, if the tumor continue to grow and you have a very important growth, which means something like more one third of the volume uh, tumor progression, of course, first of all, give therapy. And once again, when you think about therapy in such a tumor, think that it is a benign tumor. So even if it, they are treated in on pediatric oncology center, we have to consider the long-term effect of the drugs. And we are more and more in favor to give methotrexate vemblastine, which has no long-term effect as first line in this tumor. And we know that this tumor could stabilize the tumor. This drug, this regimen could stabilize the tumor in one third of the cases and reduce the tumor in one third. In some time, one third again, this uh, regimen is not efficient. And this is the place for the second line therapy which means cryotherapy, new drugs, or a TKA, which has a good efficacy, but which has also some side effect that should be taken into consideration in the overall strategy of this benign lesion. Thank you. 
And uh, the last question today is, what would your suggested second-line therapy be in the case of a relapse of synovial sarcoma despite previous surgery, radiotherapy, and chemotherapy? Thank you for this question. This question is of importance because we probably know that patients who relapse after radiotherapy and chemotherapy with synovial sarcoma has uh, very few a chance to be cured, probably something like 25-30% only of uh, uh, pre predicted uh, survival. So in this situation, the first thing, of course, to do is to do a new workup with uh, local MRI, chest CT and PET CT. We advise more and more to do a new biopsy, to do molecular profiling and include patient in the molecular program that we have in your country, which is in France, for instance, MAPIAC, which is in other countries with other names in order to find if there are some targeted target that we can uh, treat uh, with new drugs. After that, uh, if the tumor has a local relapse, uh, you should probably uh, think about local therapy as much as possible. We know that the importance of local therapy in case of local relapse uh, is probably the main uh, prognosis factor in such a situation. So it means that you should discuss with your surgery, surgeon, you should discuss with your radiotherapy physician the way to uh, treat locally this tumor, even if you need to do a mutilating surgery. And in some time, the only way to cure this patient is to do a, a limb imputation, and it could be discussed uh, and it could be acceptable in such a situation because we know that it is the only way to cure your patient. In terms of chemotherapy, as your patient has probably already received ifodoxo regimen, the second line therapy here is not totally uh, uh, clear. You have the option to give high dose ifosfamine, which means uh, one gram per meter square per day uh, during 14 days, every uh, four weeks. You could discuss to give ifodoxo again, but uh, the total cumulative dose of doxorubicin is sometimes so important that you cannot give uh, so much uh, doxorubicin. Adults or uh, all the teenagers uh, discuss the way to give uh, TKI, which means uh, tyrosine kinase inhibitor as pazopanib, because it has been shown in adults that pazopanib in a relapsed patient has a real efficient. And of course, if the patient has a metastatic disease or if the patient uh, has no uh, efficacy of such a second line therapy, you should try to enroll patient in early phase trials. And what is of importance is that, of course, you should adapt your uh, proposal of new drugs to the molecular characterization of the relapse, of course, if possible, or at the diagnosis, if you have not the possibility to analyze the uh, metastasis or the relapse uh, tumor. But I wanted to stress that, that there are very new uh, results uh, uh, in some immunotherapy uh, program, which uh, are uh, uh, against sinuous uh, sarcoma in relapse. For instance, there is a program net spread head, which try to modify the lymphocyte for patient who has a relapse and a major, major A4 uh, profile expression. And uh, this immunotherapy 
were just it's quite light CAR T cells, but it's not CAR T cells, of course, uh, has shown a very nice efficacy in adults. So uh, one way to tr try to cure your patient is to propose such uh, immunotherapy, which are really dedicated to uh, relapse or metastatic synovial sarcoma. So thank you very much to have joined this webinar. And of course, you know that we, uh, the best way to treat your patient is to discuss in during multi-team disciplinary meetings with other experts. So do not hesitate to contact your regional and national expert to discuss your clinical cases. I hope you have a good day. Thanks again, Dr. Orbeck, for this very important information that you've shared with us here today. And thank you for listening.